Hello everyone and welcome back to Stay Hot Besties. I am your host, Emmy Drew, and today I have a very special episode for you today. So I have a special guest with me, the one and only Simply the Flying J. <laughs> My father, Jerem Webb. Dad, introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to be here with you. He said he was nervous, but we're going to make I sure. I am a little nervous. This is this is like, <laughs> you know, this is the real deal. This is the pod. This is it's the, true. I've been listening to this For the pod, 75 I, listeners out there, it's a big well, deal. You know, now I get a chance to be on it. Yeah. It's, it's a special exciting. opportunity. It's I'm exciting. I'm excited. He's a day one listener for sure. So, um, Jerem... Web, whoa, that's weird. Um, he so dad, why don't you tell um the pod a little bit about who you are, your background, your life story, just so we get a little, a little context here. Well, you could probably, you know, you could probably do a better job than I could. Um, no, let's see. I grew up. Um, so I'm 44 years old. I grew up in a little place called Twilly, Utah. Shout out to, to those out in Tooele. Um, uh, Backwater yeah. of YouTube. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's... Um, so I, I grew up, um, graduated from Tooele High School, went to... Uh, got my undergraduate degree in accounting at BYU, did a master's in business at the University of Utah. Um, you know, we... Of course, Emmy is our oldest daughter. It's true. We have we have six, right? So Emmy is the oldest. She's the example, and they go all the way down to where we have two little twins, five girls, one boy, mm-hmm. and uh, and what else? For for my career, yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, I, I've spent most of my time, you know, just in business, in yeah, business corporate settings. America. Yeah, corporate America, just trying to do my thing. Um, did uh, uh, kind of more of my core work in, in accounting and finance and operations and business. So I spent the last 10 years uh, working, uh, running a company called ASEA. And uh, they're a direct sales organization. And Those, those good old MLMs. Yeah, the, you know the, the type. The MLM, for sure. Um, but it's a good company. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah. Basically, all around a stand-up guy. So, kind of what we're going to do for this episode is I've asked my dad, what are the top 10 life lessons that you have learned in your 44 years of life that you would say these are the most important top 10 life lessons that I've learned that I want to kind of pass on to people who need it so we're gonna just go through this list and it's gonna be really great i've it's a good list it's a good list okay so dad why don't you introduce the first life lesson well no i mean this is a when emmy asked me to do this i've spent a lot of time kind of contemplating really asking sort of what what has made me happy Mm mm-hmm um, because ultimately we're here in life to be happy. We're here in life to be fulfilled. And, and um, what has driven, you know, success in my life and ultimate happiness. And I think that, um, 
You know, look, I don't know everything, right? Um, only 44 years old, and, and and one thing I know, one thing you learn as you get older is you realize how much you don't know and how much you, you're still learning about life. And I think that that's, you know, really probably one yeah. of the main lessons is just how much I don't know. But there are some things that over the last, I don't know, 20 to 25 years, and I know a lot of people listening to this pod are probably your age, Emmy, and, yeah. you know, in college and trying to kind of figure out they're at that critical stage of life where you're trying to figure out kind of what what life is going to be like, what life is, making a lot of key decisions, and a lot of big decisions for what direction you want to go and, and how you want to li- conduct your life. And so critical years. And I think that, you know, over the last 20, 25 years, I've learned a couple of, th- I've learned a few things that most of which have been learned the hard way. Yeah. And I think a lot of these things as you dive in, I mean, I've learned these the hard way. I've had to really struggle with a lot of these things. But but uh, ultimately, these are things that I've learned that have really brought about success, principles that I've tried to apply in my life as best as I can that have brought not only success but happiness and uh, ultimately have kind of guided the directions and the key decisions that I've had to make in my life. So Yeah. Yeah. Great intro. That was perfect. Okay. You want to go to the, into the first lesson? Yeah. So, um, the first one, and, and, and I guess these aren't in any order of priority, but the first yeah. one, the first one I put down that I wrote down is trust your gut. It won't let you down. Yeah. And this is one that I feel like you've taught me a lot is just like, you got to go with what you feel is right. And if it's meant to be, it'll be kind of a thing. Yeah, there, there's, man, I can't, I cannot tell you how many decisions that I've made where I've gone against my gut. You know, I've had that initial gut feeling of like, this is the direction I should go. And I've ignored that. I've rationalized that. I've done something to then point myself in a different direction. And it's been the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, kicking myself that I didn't trust my initial kind of gut response. Um, there's been moments where I've actually trusted my gut and that initial sort of instinct of, of you know, the direction you go yeah. and being able to think through that and that's worked out. Can you think of an example of like both of those, like something where you haven't trusted and where you have? Well, the other thing, the other thing that goes along with this, um, trusting your gut is I really believe that there's sort of a natural order Yeah. and, and maybe it's spiritual, um, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a natural order that always seems to play itself out. And so if you'll trust your gut and then, and then trust that, that a natural path will reveal itself as you take forward, as you're striving to do what's best, as you're working through things in your mind, whether it's a big decision or whatnot, and you, you trust your gut and you, and you let, let that path kind of naturally reveal itself. Don't, you know, maybe not try to, to go after it too quickly or to, you know, grab something, just let kind of the, let, let things reveal themselves. And, yeah. you know, nine times out of 10, I found if you just kind of don't be so aggressive and so worked up on any one thing, but trust your gut and then just take a step at a time that, that sort of path will naturally reveal yeah. itself over time. And you'll end up getting to a place where you you probably want to be yeah well it's decision, just like letting you know? the doors open when they're gonna open yeah and when not they're trying gonna open. to like force I try to force or... something yeah, yeah that's a that's a good way to put yeah. it and and 
honestly, this is just a general thing, right? I mean, yeah. there's obviously exceptions, situations, but if you'll trust your gut, let the natural order play itself out. Don't try to force stuff. And, and, and you know, really, I've found that nine times out of ten, uh, that path will reveal itself, and your gut will be the right decision yeah. where you need to go. Yeah. Or even if it's like not the right decision forever it's the right to, it's the decision that you needed to make to get point. you to the next step yeah that's right you know yep anything else on that one no um so the next one that i put down that i've really learned um is that uh, relationships create meaning and purpose in life totally this one is one where um you know you don't you don't realize it and i think it can be very subtle as life gets busy, as life gets more complicated, as you as you enter your career, as you enter, you know, um, you know, getting busy where people are demanding of your time, it's very very easy to put so much focus on the drive in your career and the and 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 or the drive in getting things done and progressing and moving forward, climbing the ladder, whatever it may be that you forget about the relationships or you don't invest in the relationships yeah. with the people that matter most, whether it's your spouse or partner, whether it's your, your children, whether it's your friends, you know, close friends, the people that have brought you and got you to where you are. Um, it's easy to forget mm -hmm. and it, or it's easy to ignore. It's easy to not cultivate those relationships. And what I have found is that those are the relationships that provide meaning and purpose in life. When yeah. all is said and done, it's not so much the success that you drive or the achievement that may bring a measure of success and fulfillment and happiness for a season of time, but ultimately it's the people and the relationships yeah. that you have that are the most important. Well, it's like, you know, you come home from work where you've been putting your focus and you come home to what? Like yeah. what's, yeah. what's your release? Like what, well, what, you come home, you yeah. come home to the people who love you the most. Yeah. I mean, like I've been in points in my career where the pressure has been so intense and you feel like almost everybody's trying to take advantage of you yeah. somehow. It's well, weird it's, well, in it's business. Like... And then, and then I would go home and, and I would have that all weighing on my mind yeah. and all of that pressure and all of that achievement. And, and sometimes I'd find myself getting caught where I wasn't emotionally investing in the relationships with the people who love me unconditionally. Yeah. And it was, and it would be, it, and you know, so I've made mistakes on this and, and I've, but cause it's really easy to forget. But I think as yeah. you, as you get older, one of the things I've learned is, is invest in the relationships with the people that matter to you. Most. Well, because at the end of the day, the people that you're working for aren't going to care about you as much as like the people that you're coming home to and your family yeah. and friends that. The relationships that matter. That's right. In the long term, those are going to be the ones that like last. This job might just be for the next ten years. Your family and friends are forever. That's right. And even even I would say even relationships at work in your workplace can be really meaningful. You know, yeah. I've created lifelong friendships with people at work. Mm -hmm. um, so, just just uh, so again, my my second life lesson is relationships create meaning and purpose in life. Yeah. They really do, and I've seen that time and time again. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so number three, this is a big one for me. Be in the moment. Yes, of course. And uh, boy, this one, this one, I find you can get this can get away from you pretty quick, right? Yeah. I have found myself. I remember. I remember years and years ago. I was 
um, I was, I, I had so much going on. I had, you know, pressures at work and responsibilities and all this stuff, deadlines, whatever it is. And I remember playing with you girls. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were playing, I can't remember if we were playing dance or if we were playing something. And my mind was not in that moment. My mind was on everything else I had to get done. Mm-hmm. And we spent an hour and literally I didn't remember a single p- a bit of the conversation with you girls nor what we were doing. Yeah. And, and, and then I, I, I was kicking myself. I'm like, here's a moment where I can spend time with you kids. And I was completely gone and focused on the next thing that I had to get done. Yeah. And so, you know, I think this is one of the true keys to happiness is be in the moment. When mm-hmm. you're there, when you're with somebody, when you're talking with a friend, a colleague, uh, you know, somebody who means so much to you, whatever it is, be in that moment with them. Um, and and don't be thinking about other things, right? It, yeah. it can matter. It can mean so much to you. And it's so easy not to do, but don't be somewhere else. Be yeah. in the moment that you're in. Well, I mean, and it's like when you're playing with your kids, like you were, it's like, are you really going to be able to solve those problems that you're thinking of? In that hour. No, you're not. So you might as well enjoy the memories that are being created. That's right. The moment you're in. And I've just learned, like, guys, life gets really complicated fast. And and it can be hard. This is easier said than done for sure. But one of the things I've learned, and I've learned the hard way, I've had to really discipline myself to, you know, be in a moment and enjoy those things that, when you're with those people because those are memories that are created they'll make you happy i totally agree okay number four um always keep learning and progressing great one this is one i've taught you guys yeah a lot i mean you know life is a journey of learning and don't ever stop you know learning or progressing yeah always Um, stay on the grind yeah well yeah (laughs) yeah uh you 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 know that well. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, for me, it's one of those things where I think the minute we stop learning, the minute we stop, the minute we stop learning, the minute we, that's going to be the minute we stop progressing. Yeah. Well, and it's like when you're in that comfort zone, it's feels good for a minute, but it's like everything that you do, it's always the same. Like when you have something that's pushing you that you're learning and achieving, like it's going to constantly bring like meaning and satisfaction. Well, and it's also going to be uncomfortable. For sure. You're going to get out of your comfort zone. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like to do that. They like to be really comfortable. But, you know, learning something new and progressing is a lot of times uncomfortable and gets out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid of that. There's, there's no reason to be afraid of, of, being uncomfortable because it means you're growing. It means yeah. you're progressing. Yeah. And um, so that's something that I think that is really a key to ultimate happiness in success is never stop learning and progressing. Yeah. What number are we on? Uh, that was four. Okay. Number five. So number five, work hard, play hard. So true. You know this. We work, we play hard, don't we? Oh, we play major hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of like, you know, there's time to work. And when you work, you work hard. And you, if you work hard, you're going to achieve what you need to achieve. 
And then when it's time to play, you play hard. Yeah. And something I feel very grateful to you and mom is just like how, how like you much you've instilled that like hard work doesn't go unnoticed and it always pays off. Like when you put your mind to something and you don't just expect things to be handed to you, like there's so much more to life. And then that brings more opportunities to play hard because you've created it for yourself. Yeah, that's right. And you know, when you're, when you talk about playing hard, find something you're passionate about, find something that brings you truly enjoy enjoyment. Hopefully you can find that with the people you love. And so you can do it together. But you know, this whole concept of work, put in the work and the effort, um, always and don't be afraid of work and uh, work for what you achieve but then don't be afraid to take time yeah. to do some stuff you're passionate about yeah play hard okay number six um, this is a big one for me uh, the I guess these all are big yeah. for me which is I mean they're your life a lessons. Dumb comment but uh, <laughs> anyway I'm on the pod so this is we can cut it out yeah <laughs> Jeez. okay number six take quiet time for yourself every day Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess this is a big deal at the, you know, the more we get into this life of constant bombardment with social media, our phones, uh, people demanding our time. Um, if you are, I, I've always said, if you're, you know, from the time you wake up, whatever time you decide to wake up to the time you go to bed, if you don't have 15, 20, 30, an hour to yourself to have quiet time without a phone, without uh, noise, doing what you, you know, what brings you peace, um, you're going to be in trouble because the chaos of life will consume you and it'll drive you to where you're not as happy as you otherwise could be or happy as fulfilled. Mm -hmm. That quiet time, whether it's meditation, whether it's uh, journaling, whether it's taking time to think, whether it's taking time to read, whether it's you know, taking time to just be by yourself for a few minutes um, and contemplate, plan, prioritize, whatever it is, that quiet time matters. Mm -hmm. And taking that time without distraction, it allows you to focus on life's most important priorities. It allows you to gather yourself. It allows you to prepare yourself for the day and prepare yourself to be the best you could be. So take quiet time for yourself every single day love it okay we're on that was number six number seven uh don't sweat the small stuff sweat the big stuff this is a good one yeah i mean why don't you go in go into like what you mean by that so this is um uh the people and i've been guilty of this a lot right people tend to stress over the little things mm-hmm Okay, it's the stuff that's in our face. Yeah. It's the stuff that's urgent or mm -hmm. appears urgent. Mm -hmm. It's the stuff that that um, you know just you know may seem like it needs attention, and it just consumes us, and we sweat about it, we stress about it, we we mull over it, we may get angry about it, we may get frustrated, we may get you know whatever it is, right? And and we and we let that stuff, the small stuff, the non-important but maybe urgent stuff dominate our time and our energy. Yeah. It sucks and it drains the energy that we have. Yeah. And so, you know, I think one of the keys that I've learned is how do you take the little stuff, the, the, the non-important, 
detailed tasks and things that we feel like we need to get done still important we're still going to have to do them yeah but how do you get it to where it's not as much of a priority you don't sweat you don't stress over it you just manage it as a portion of your life as a portion of the time and then really focus and sweat the big stuff yeah and the big stuff meaning like your job and yeah. your school and your, well the big the big like, goals your big yeah, goals your big goals. passions not right? just like where where are you going what are your goals what are you trying to yeah. achieve what are you trying to learn yeah. how are you trying to progress who are the most important people in your life and yeah. how are like you investing are in those relationships that you actually need that's to right sweat about yeah those are the things you should put time and energy if you're going to stress about something if you're going to sweat about something if you're going to invest your energy it's all about expending yeah. energy if you're going to expend energy expend energy on and 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 worry about the things that matter to you the things that are going to get you to progress in life and keep moving forward investing yeah. in the relationships that of the people that matter most that's the stuff you should be totally. sweating not the small stuff totally okay that's number seven number seven number eight um listen more than you talk Talk less, smile more. The, the 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 truth is is that people like to talk. And um, why I started a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling me out? You cracked me up on this thing. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. Uh, in all seriousness, you're a very good listener. Mm-hmm. It, it's a really important to. I've learned over the time. You can learn a lot, and you can gain a lot of insights, and you can. Really, uh, this is, I believe, one of the keys to investing in good relationships with people is be a good listener. Yeah. Listen to them. Yeah. Hear them. Don't, I feel don't like... be afraid to ask questions and inquire. I Don't be one of those people that, that are always, that are kind of listening. Yeah. But when somebody's talking to you, you're worried about the next thing you're going to say or the next thing you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. or you're not in the moment. You're thinking about something else, right? Truly listening to somebody and... Uh, and that's obviously, a, I think, a skill that's developed Yeah, matters. I feel like one of the things, one of the like few things that I feel like have stuck out to me most that you've taught me, one is one of the life lessons, so we'll get to that later. But the other one is you always taught me like people's favorite thing to talk about is themselves. So if you're wanting to start a relationship, get to know somebody, kind of – form a connection the best thing you can do is listen and ask them questions about themselves and really just be invested in who they are and they're going to notice that and they're going to be like wow i want to form a connection i'm telling you it is the most amazing thing i've seen it time and time again particularly you know at asia you know we have sixty thousand distributors all over the world so i spent a lot of time traveling the world meeting people talking with people and uh, it is so amazing to me how well it works. Yeah. Well, Just listening to them with intent and then genuinely asking yeah. questions about themselves. People like yeah. to talk about themselves, so ask about people. Yeah. Well, and it's like if you want to talk about yourself, like if you put that effort of like I want to hear about you, in turn, when yeah. the like, time comes, they're going to want to hear about you. So it's like you'll have the opportunity to like have those meaningful conversations, but to like really – solidify that connection it's like be a good listener ask them about themselves just like be unselfish in the way that you're talking to people. some of these life lessons honestly are kind of interrelate and they mm-hmm. weave um so uh, you know listening more than you talk and really truly uh doing that i think is one of the keys to creating meaningful relationships yeah in life, right? and also what was the one 
being in the moment being in the moment you know relates to that so so i think i think it's this is a hard one too yeah and for for some people some people it's not some people are in you know more reserved and introverted Mm -hmm. um but but particular for me i'm kind of an extrovert also an introvert it it, it's been one of those things that i think can really help yeah in relationships by the way in business or in life, it it doesn't matter. The, these are principles that can apply to to whatever you're yeah. doing. Okay, number okay number nine. nine. Um, so this one, this one I've kind of recently discovered uh, uh, about myself. It, um, something that I've I've really learned in, and that is don't be afraid to rethink your position. So I've I've read a book recently called Think Again. Mm. It's by Adam Grant. If there's anything you need um, to know about my dad, it's that he hasn't picked up a novel since 2002, <laughs> and he geez. only reads self-help books. I know. Books. <laughs> I get made fun of so bad for that. But, you know, sometimes they come it's, in handy. Sometimes I'm like, have you ever read a piece of fiction in your life? The answer, mm, no. <laughs> um, and I've tried to get my kids to read these books, too, but they're just like, I have I read the of. important one, which is How to Win Friends and Influence People <laughs> by Dale Carnegie. <laughs> classic well anyways try again this book this book is is an interesting one right it's it's by adam grant and it and it and it talks a little bit about the whole book the whole premise of the book is is this concept of you know people are too set in their ways and set in their opinions sometimes and they're not open to uh rethinking their position they're not Mm -hmm. open to new ideas and new concepts and sometimes that comes from pride Sometimes that comes from fear where we're afraid to be wrong mm-hmm. or we're afraid to, you know, have new information, change our position. And so we get so dug in and sometimes it's just a, for, for a matter of, and you see this a lot nowadays with, you know, politics and with our world today where people get so, you know, focused on their own opinions based yeah. on the information that they're seeing and surrounding them and that's yeah. surrounding them. And I think that, um, one of the things that's important in life is to not, and this kind of goes along with learning, always taking time yeah. to learn, because part of the learning and progressing process is learning new things, mm-hmm. recognizing you don't know everything, yeah, and not being so set in in your core ways and positions in life that you're not willing to allow, you know, new information and new interpretations to yeah. come in to to evolve or like your thinking. You're so set in your ways that you won't accept any other way of thinking. Like yeah. you can have your core beliefs, but yeah. if your core beliefs are clouding your judgment to where you don't let anybody else have their own core beliefs, like that's, that's, that's where exactly right. it gets. And I think it also goes into like growth mindset versus closed mindset. Like, you know, closed mindset, you're done with all the information you have, like you have what you need. And that growth mindset is there's always something new. There's always something new. I can learn new things. And just like making sure that, you know, even if it may not be something like politically that you necessarily agree with, but you're still open to having a conversation about it and hearing how other people believe in it. And in turn, that kind of opens you up to, wow, I've never thought of that before. Maybe that changes what I think. It creates a lot of fulfillment in life. It helps you be a better decision maker mm-hmm. as you make key decisions, whether it's in life or in business or in your work or in your, um, you know, whatever it may be. It helps you to be 
um, to learn and progress and grow. This whole concept of, you know, we we need to be more open in with, to new ideas, to new concepts, to things that may evolve our thinking, things that may change our direction, things that may that may and it may not it may not it may be like it confirms the way you're thinking um you know this guy in this book uh adam grant he talks a lot about the fact that people aren't very open to criticism they're not very open to healthy debates they're not nobody's open anymore to uh a counter argument Mm -hmm. right because everybody wants to be in their own way so they only surround themselves with people that believe what they believe so if i'm in business and I'm trying to make a key decision for the business, or if I'm in life and I'm trying to make a key decision, being open to different types of opinions and different types of answers, even if they're counter to what your initial position is, that can actually open your mind and it can lead to a better decision and lead to a better answer. And And it might not change what you think, but it opens your mind to say, well, it's interesting that other people could think this way. Yeah. Now, look, I'm not going to be... You know, I mean, there. I have very deep core beliefs. Yeah. And many of those are religious beliefs. Yeah. Um, you, you know, things that are very core to who I am, and and what I'm about, and those are those are things that over time I have, you know, confirmed my belief and yeah. in those in those principles. So I don't know that I'm referring to as much of that, but as you go throughout life. Um, don't be afraid to rethink your position. Don't be afraid to, uh, don't let the pride and the fear uh, of being wrong uh, keep you from being open to other opinions. Yeah. Being open to even counter arguments. Somebody yeah. who debates you and disagrees with you. Healthy disagreement is a good thing, mm-hmm. not a bad thing. And you will be a better decision maker. You'll be a better leader. You'll be a better um, all around if you can really be open to those to types ideas. of things totally okay so that was number nine okay number, number 10 is the big and this one is, and this is like i mean again these aren't in any order of priority but um, this one is like a jerem webb key <laughs> phrase yeah well i don't know i mean i learned this i learned this from a a, a clo- very close colleague of mine um that i've worked with for years and you know, he, he had always said this and then we had always really played this out in every setting that we do. And it is indifference can make the difference. Say it one more time. Indifference can make the difference. And, and the whole concept here is, is that sometimes we're so invested, we're so overly invested in an idea or a decision that we're making or, you know, anything in life Mm -hmm. that, um, you know that that we're not um you know we're not we get so already invested that if something doesn't go our way it's devastating it's a it's a devastating thing yeah so i've been in lots of negotiations on business deals and your best position in negotiating any kind of anything yeah is your ability your willingness to walk away your indifference yeah. about whether or not you take a deal. That is your best position to be in. Yeah. And I think that kind of applies to life. So indifference, if we're indifferent, if, we're, if, we show, if we have a relative indifference as to you know, the outcome on something, that actually can make the difference yeah. to getting what we want or to you know, moving us to a position if we're indifferent 
about that. Yeah. So like another example is like every time I've come home and like cried about a boy that I really liked, it's always like indifference makes the difference. Yeah. Like the less that you can care, the more things will be likely to turn out because there'll be less pressure on them. And it's not that it's not that you don't care. Yeah. It's that you 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 don't care what the outcome is. Yeah, you're not you're not as so you're not so you're not overly invested. Yes. Yeah. There's an investment there, but you're not so overly invested in one outcome yeah. that it completely devastates you if it's not well, that Well, it's outcome, like another right? care less, but don't be careless. Yeah, that's right. You're caring just a yeah. little bit less. But you're not being careless, yeah. right? You're not you're not yeah. being flippant. You're not being dismissive. Yeah. But 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 if if I can be just to show that measure of indifference, what it does is it brings confidence. Mm-hmm. That measure of indifference brings a level of confidence. Because it's that, like you know we'll what? all be okay, whatever the we'll outcome. We'll all be okay, whatever the outcome. If this doesn't happen, we'll move on. We'll do something else. Yeah. We'll we've got another opportunity. We got another goal. You know whatever that is. But if I'm a semi right mm-hmm. not overly but indifferent about that one outcome then i have more confidence to be able to go forward and that confidence yeah. actually could get you the outcome that you wanted yeah. in the first place yeah it's interesting because i feel like confidence is well 11th life lesson confidence is key yeah even if it's a fake it to make it situation the more confidence that you can have in an outcome or in just yourself more doors will open up for you. Yes. Right? Life will be like a brighter yes. place because you know who you are, what you bring to the and table. And sometimes that confidence comes from, you know, not being overly invested, having lots of different things you're engaged yeah. in, you know, lots of different relationships and being able to say, look, I'm, I'm, I care about the outcome, but yeah. I'm not overly caring about the outcome such that it, it, I've, I've overly invested in that one thing. And I'm not seeing, you know, yeah. other things. I'm indifferent. Yeah. And that indifference can create the confidence that you need to be able to move forward. Totally. So I've seen that a lot. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, there you go. Those, those, those are kind of the things that, you know, when Emmy asked me to do this, I, I kind of thought, these yeah. are the things that, you know, in the last 20, 25 years, and they're not, you know, super, um, so, you know, some of them are just things that I've learned. Yeah. That, that have caused me to maybe have more yeah. success or that I've learned the hard way. Yeah. And, you know, we were, we had probably the greatest ski day of our life. Well, yeah. of my year. And we were just on the slopes thinking Talk about of these. being in the moment. It was awesome. It was so incredible. Had a beautiful day. It was so awesome. to close the episode, I'm thinking that the hot girl tip of the week goes back to those sage words, which is indifference makes the difference. <laughs> Care less, but don't be careless. Confidence is key. Yeah. Would you agree? I, I would agree with that. All right. So you know what to do. You say stay hot besties on three, right? One, two, three. Stay, stay hot, hot besties. besties. We'll talk next week. Hey. Nice to see you.